a Shishkin Productions podcast. I think editing in general, I probably don't get creative fulfillment out of it in the same way anymore. I feel like the part of it that I thought was the most fun was uh, basically viewing everything as problem solving. Yeah. <laughs> now I just hate the problems. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of This Is A Real Podcast. Right now, it's it's just me. We, we failed to record during the week, so we decided to come in on the weekend. And for once, I, I can't blame Alexi here. He's, he's not here yet, but it is the weekend. Like, can't, can't ask the boss to come in on the weekend. But luckily... My my pal Alan is here visiting right now. Hello, Chris. Hello. Uh, it's so lovely to be here. I'm so happy that you have me uh, as a guest in your wonderful new podcast room. Oh, that's right. This is the first time that you've been to this new office I've since we moved. I've never seen it before. Isn't it great? Aren't we really up in, up in the game? It's absolutely wonderful. I, I, I really do, as you say, dig it. It's great, too, because the, the AC is finally working in here, and it is a muggy, awful New York City summer day. Yeah, quite. Yeah, it reminds me a little bit of the hot London streets during a heat wave of 77. Yeah, <laughs> getting it a little was, bit homesick. Oh, well, multiple ways of sick. I've got COVID, actually. Oh, you wait. You're not vaccinated? I got the Delta. It broke, that, it broke through. Oh, it broke through? It broke through the vaccine. Oh, goodness. Uh, do you think it's going to break free to me? Uh, nah, I don't think so. No. I, I told it, hey, come on. I mean, keep it on this side of the pond. You know, I, you know, it's just I'm a little bit worried. We are about six feet apart right now, but we're yes. also in a closed room. But it's got an air filter. I can see it's it called does. a Levoit. Yeah, we've got a Levoit air filter. It's it's working great. We got the AC circulating. So, you know, maybe, maybe we'll be OK. Well, well, yeah, I hope so. Well, maybe I'll be OK. You're you're fucked. Oh, Chris, how, how have you been doing? I, I, I hate to, to derail the interview, but I feel like I should ask you some questions. Oh, you're gonna ask me some questions i've i've been okay i've just been doing the kind of the same stuff for a while now it's been uh you know. it's been you ever heard that song i i have actually that it's was a classic the bare naked ladies right yeah, it's a classic real popular in the late 90s it was a top top of the charts and uh top of the pops for top of the pops. i think it was 57 weeks in a row 57 weeks yeah. in a row in, was in, that in the, in UK? the uk yeah wow we, we loved it yeah, that's that's that cool. Song. And and in return, you gave us Oasis. Yeah, that's right. I appreciate that. That was a fair trade. Well, <laughs> to be fair, bare naked ladies are Canadian, aren't they? So, oh yeah, America, well, America is just riding the coattails all the way around there. That's what we do. That's it. Uh, wait. So, what what was the question? What have I been up to? Yeah. Uh, just you know, lots of lots of sports stuff. You know, today's actually uh, the first day that my favorite NFL teams are playing their first preseason games. And we finally moved into doing NFL work for the game day, comparing Lamar Jackson and Michael Vick. So I've just been working on that this week. We kind of revamped our, the, the way we approach the project. It's basically the same thing just with, with up-leveled animation and a, a more streamlined workflow. It makes sense. It, it checks out. And hopefully you can come to the UK to see a, a American football match. That would be honestly amazing. Later in October, my two favorite teams play each other in London. 
Oh. But I, I just don't. I, Who, what teams would those be? That's the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Miami Dolphins. Oh, wow. So if, if Florida comes to London. Well, here's the thing is like I can either go to London to see the Jags play the Dolphins, and the Dolphins are my girlfriend's favorite team. Jags are mine. Wow. Or I can go that very same weekend, the Florida Panthers, a hockey team, play the uh, the the Islanders. Yeah, you're you're a real American in, guy, aren't in, you? You in, like in all in the Fort American Lauderdale. sports. I do Canadian like, sports. Well, Canadian. Yeah, hockey's but yeah, hockey's kind of Canadian. Well, you know, if you go to London, maybe we could switch spots because Chris, I'm happy to announce I've applied for my American citizenship. Really? That's right. Wow. Yep. Yes, I have. I I've had done it. no idea. Well, I decided, you know what, I'm a Brexit myself out of the Brexit. Wow. Come so here, so yeah. Brexit hasn't been working out for you? It's is it bad on the editing industry? It's been awful. Uh, awful. I haven't uh, edited in months now. Yeah. I've heard you're not allowed to, like, the other European countries can't even send video to they, England. Yeah, it's illegal they, now. They, they've they've switched the standards. The, the pipeline has been cut, so to speak. That's crazy. You have yeah. to use a VPN just to get to... Uh, footage i tell people that i'm based in malaga spain <laughs> malaga spain yeah wow that's what the that's what the government thinks it's my isp they say oh alan you've been in malaga quite a bit during the day so yeah i have <laughs> so, you're just uh traveling that's right but i've decided i have to tr become a u.s citizen now the it's the business laws are so much better i could start just uh alan's editing business oh it's great here in america like during during covid if you were a business they'd give you like fifteen thousand dollars for free if you were a person you bollocks. were lucky to get two thousand bollocks that's, no, that's it's unbelievable it's true it's a it was a payroll protection program and wow. yeah you could you could apply for up to what i think six or eight weeks worth of your salary yes. and as long as you pay yourself that money It'll all be forgiven. Otherwise, it's only a 1% interest loan. Well, yeah. I mean, all we got was 20 quid. 20 quid? 20 quid. But they did give us health care for literally every day ever for our entire lives. So it's, uh, it's a little different. That's I guess. a pretty good trade-off, honestly, but, because my health care costs about $15,000 a year. You see, what I'm trying to do is just start uh, uh, Alan's Editing Company. Okay. LLC. Where are you? Are you trying to move to New York with that? Or um, I'm thinking, um, I'm thinking Florida. Florida. Yeah, I think it would be a good fit. That'd be cool. Yeah, we I, actually, yeah. I, I know some people down there might be able to. Yeah, know. you want to pull some strings? Yeah, I could. Or what could, what could you get me? Well, I don't know if I could get you anything. I okay, just, could, well, I, I could help you have. You could get down there and already have a network that you can lean on for support. Oh. Maybe you can hire a couple of people. Maybe some jobs come their way, and they're like, "Well, that's not really what I do." But my pal Alan, he's an he's editor, got an editing company. Uh huh. Now here's the thing, I'm a little concerned about what. I've got to be honest with you about whether you're going to get citizenship or not. I well, that, yeah, I'm concerned about that too. Oh, but I'm thinking steps ahead, mate. You have to when you want to be a business owner. <laughs> I, I am thinking, what do I do with the extra frame? I've got 25 frames. Oh no, a I, I forgot about that. I, and so I'm wondering, will it transfer? Well, maybe. Will I need to to every? Oh, do I need to manually go in every second and cut a frame? Maybe you could just edit in drop frame. Oh, it's what's drop it'll, frame? It'll just drop the frame for you. Oh, is that? Okay, yeah, yeah, that's well. what that's that's actually what that is. It's for it's for when when Europeans come over here, it's just easier. 
Is that, is that for real? No, no, no. <laughs> you have me going. You have me going. You have me going. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, look. As far as becoming a citizen, I'm I'm not very concerned. I think I know enough about the history. I know what the flag looks like. That kind of thing. So you probably know more than me. What? Yeah. I, mean, I might. I mean, you never took the test, so no. But right? my, I think I think I have two friends who have. Yeah, a couple. Now the reason I want to, I was think I was inspired because I didn't know where I was going to move until now. I said Florida, it's because you're wearing a lot of Florida gear. I'm wearing a lot like, of Florida gear, actually. Yeah. Was there a reason? Uh, yeah, the the Jaguars play a preseason game today, and I'm from oh, Florida. Wow. I'm from Florida. There's hey, there's American football starting today. Then that's true. Wow, and, I've, uh, I've chosen a great week because the English Premier League is back this week as well. Oh yeah, I wanted to play uh, fantasy Premier League, but I, you know, I just wasn't invited this year. And that's I, terrible. I, I forgot to invite you to my fantasy football group. But uh, yeah, you know, well, maybe there's still time. It's okay. It's always next year. But what would you name your your team? It's what my well, team. Yeah, if if you had a fantasy football team, American would, football. Yeah. I'll probably uh, something like, uh, oof, uh, Drew Brees nuts, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I, I'm a big Saints fan, actually. No, yeah. that's it's cool. For a long time, my team name was Drew Drew Brees and the Doobies. It's a pretty good name. Yeah, yeah. you're a big Saints fan. Uh, no, I was a big Drew Brees fan. Though. Oh, I'm a big Saints fan. That's my team. Yeah, you yeah. like? New Orleans? Have you been to New Orleans? Uh, I've only been to America Orleans? three times for this podcast. It's oh, every single time. You yeah, just but I decided I got to become a citizen. Oh, yeah, man. Pierre Thomas, those kinds of guys. Pierre Thomas, those wow, are my that, guys. That, uh, that's a throwback. Yeah, <laughs> Ricky Williams. was <laughs> <laughs> the only two players I could name. Um, well, um, yeah, Chris, uh, thanks for having me. It's it's really it's been an absolute pleasure. No, it's been great. I'm I'm really I'm looking forward to you becoming a permanent American citizen. Then you can drop by anytime. You know, I go down to Florida probably once a year. We can hang out on the beach. It'll be, it'll be well, good. I, th- I think next time, next time we talk, uh, I will have already moved to Florida. I'll become you, a yeah Florida Englishman. You think so? Englishman in Florida. Wow, that's, like that's sting, good. Like sting. Yeah, there, right? yeah, yeah. We should uh, maybe maybe we'll play some at okay, the end of the podcast. Well, it's it's not my decision, is it? No, no. <laughs> um. All right. Well, look. I'm going to call it Uber, so I'll be leaving in a few minutes. I just want to let you know. Well, thank, but, uh, thank you so much for just popping yeah. in to let, let me know that you're going to become an American citizen. Yeah, well, I figured you had to hear it straight from the proverbial Orvis's mouth. No, no, that's great. You're, hey, so my Uber's still like four minutes. So, okay, so all right. Gonna, well, is it cool if I hang out? Yeah, just yeah. hang out and we'll, okay. we'll, we'll fuck around. Okay. Yeah, I Bullshit. Mean, yeah, well, okay. Yeah. I mean, so what what a... Uh, are you are you just are you just gonna do post production down there? Are you gonna shoot anything? It's no, America. You it's, you get to shoot here. No, mate. It's Alan's editing. What is it called? Alan's editing company. Okay. East, so East. All we do E-C. is edit. Yeah. A E C. We can edit everything. A L A N. L A A L A N. Alan. Okay. Um. Yeah. We we edit everything. Uh. My Uber's now two minutes away, but we'll edit uh videos, movies, uh. You know, videos and movies, films, moving pictures, okay, (laughs) anything you can name, we'll edit it. Yeah, it's it. Oh, he's pulling up. No no state income tax in Florida. Sorry, I was busy tracking the oobs. Oh, okay. No state income tax. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, all right, Chris. Thank you. Okay. The Uber is right outside. All right, Alan. It was it was a pleasure. Yeah, Ivan. It's Ivan coming to get me in a Camry. Ivan in a Camry. Ivan in a Camry. Thanks, Chris. Okay. See ya. All All right. All right. Damn. All right. Well, that was Alan, everybody. Uh, 
it's always a pleasure to hear from him. And uh, now it's now it's me, Solo <sighs> Dolo, on the mic. Hey, there we go. Alexi <sighs> is in. Oh, sorry, I'm late. Wow, it's weird how this keeps happening. What keeps happening? Oh, I'm you, late? I know, dude. I'm you, trying my best. Yeah, well, I mean, during it's the weekend. I get it. I get it. I've just been slammed all week. So. Yeah, you had to... It sucks because you had to come in to work today, and yeah. uh, you can't even do that right now because I'm distracting you with this podcast. Have you started rolling yet, or are we about to start soon? Oh, fuck. No, you normally start rolling. Are we starting Oh, soon? shit. Uh, yeah, we're starting soon. Okay, sick. Um, well, before we get started, uh, what do you want to talk about this week? Uh, I don't know. I didn't do any research. I was thinking on variety. Well, one thing I I wanted to talk about was um uh just general uh client bullshit and how like they're okay. they're fucking with us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I hate clients. I mean, I love clients. I want as many clients as possible, but I I won't. I, I want them to be hated. All right, you want to start? Or you want me to start? Uh. Why don't you bring us in? Okay. Hey, what's up, Sizzlers? Welcome to the Sizzle Reel podcast. Um, we're here for another week. It's another week. It's the beginning of August. It's the middle of August. No one knows really what time it is. Does anybody know what time it is? Does anybody really care? As Chicago once said, yeah. and as Chris once quoted. Yeah. Um, Chris, uh, before we get started, where can the people find us? Oh, yeah. We're we're at Sizzle Reel Gang on Twitter and Instagram. We're actually posting stuff a little bit more often now, so you should check that out. Yeah. Uh, most importantly, cold line 332-333-4361. That's right. Send us something. You know, we've been getting some good content lately, but we could really use some more. We just, you know, give us uh give us a character, give us a question, any sort of prompt, maybe an anecdote. We love anecdotes around here. Big fan of anecdotes. Yeah. Open-ended questions, would you rather, stuff like that. Those yeah. are usually pretty good. Yeah, that, that stuff is good. Um, we're on TikTok, Shishkin Productions, and we have a Gmail, scissorrealgang at gmail.com. you got to send oh, an email. Most, I said most importantly already, but this is even <laughs> more important. It's got moved up in the importance queue. Exactly. <laughs> Upon recalling. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> our, our Patreon. Yes, it's, it's, I don't know exactly what it is. Patreon.com slash Shishkin Productions. That's correct. Uh, just just five dollars a month gets you access to a whole bunch of shit. Some some stories uh, of, of our travels mm. and, uh, you know, other stuff. Yeah, m- it's m- monthly happy hour. It basically gets you access to the exclusive travel pod where we talk about every time we've ever traveled. Mm-hmm. And, so uh, the time I accidentally smoked crack. <laughs> no, yeah. just kidding. That's not That's on there. That's not on That's there. That's not on there. Uh, is it? Okay. No, it no, not it's not. Who knows? Okay. Uh, well, it doesn't matter because it never happened. Um, uh, <laughs> but most importantly, what you'll get access to is the monthly happy hours. Those are pretty fun. They're monthly Zoom happy hours. Join mm-hmm. us if you want. Uh, if you're if you test if you are vaccinated and you tested negative in the last 48 hours you can even come to the office that's true have a little cider a beer whatever you want with this um and the next one's actually happening this friday if you're listening to this on the day it comes out it's this friday but we can't tell you any more details until you sign up for the patreon yeah yeah we're not gonna tell you how to get there you gotta do it you fucking nerds Mm -hmm. Um, and if you if you're not a patreone and you show up to the office we're gonna we're gonna boot you out. We'll boot you. Oh yeah. hell yeah. yeah! We're gonna kick your ass all the way. Exactly. We have to go around like three corners to even get out the building. So yeah. there's gonna be a lot of kicking. <laughs> my, leg, my legs are gonna be it's sore. Gonna be wild. I might break my toe. Oh god. Um, Chris, uh, what's up, bro? You've been doing some game day stuff. You're on to football. Yeah, on to football. It's been good. Uh, I feel good about the new workflow. I thought it was gonna be. Uh, it's new projects that we're doing, and I, you never know what a new project is gonna look like until you're really in it. And it's really simple. Works pretty well. Timing's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, renders are reasonable. Pretty excited about it. But 
you know, it's just we're we're on episode ten or eleven over the past six months, and been doing that a lot. It yeah. just seems formulaic at this point. But I mean, that's what that's what it is. That's the job. I mean, but that's those are kind of it's like what is it? The grass is always greener type shit. Yeah, right? yeah. We always ask for we're like at the beginning of the year. I'm pretty sure we were like, man, I hope we can lock down some projects that are long term and consistent. Right. Yeah. And then we get like 10 or 12 episodes or weeks or whatever into those projects. And we're like, damn, it's the same shit over and over again. Yeah. But like it's it's consistent. Right. And that's what's clutch. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to look a gift horse in the mouse mouth here in the mouse in the mouse because <laughs> uh, it is good. Uh, you know, it's it's money we can rely on and it's a straightforward project. Like we know exactly what we're getting into each week. It's just a matter of doing it. We had a top secret project last week, but they uh, man. That was one of those things where clients being clients. You know oh, the top I mean? secret one where it was codenamed? Yeah. It yeah. Basically, what ended up happening was we got to like version 10 or 8 or something like that. And then, then it finally got shown to the people who were actually making the decision. And they, they weren't let in on the process at all. And then they were like, wait, we didn't want this at all. So we had to redo some parts. I, you know, it's whatever. Ultimately, not a big deal because they're paying. They're paying for it. It's yeah. not like they're asking for free changes. It's just those kinds of hiccups in the process can be a little bit frustrating. It's just crazy to me that like the marketing team of this company did not communicate with the rest of it. Like until they didn't even send a script over the first it's a time. Weird. Yeah, the first time the 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 client saw the video was like what version four or five. I, I don't think so. I think the first time they saw it was literally that like V7 or V8 or that's, whatever we that's got That's crazy to. for them but, to be completely in the dark about what, what the video is even going to feature or look like yeah. or be about. Yeah, it is. It is. It is bizarre. I, it, who knows, right? Maybe that's just how it functions internally. I yeah. get, I get it to some extent because it's like, okay, if you're part of the same organization, technically you should be aligned on what the brand identity is and like what the goals are. Yeah. Right? And sometimes you, and don't, you, you need to trust the people who are making the creative and marketing decisions. Exactly. But at the end of the day, if the person at the top is at the top, they're allowed to do whatever they want. So yeah, well, and it is what it is. Yeah. And I don't know. Sometimes you don't want like, say it's the finance team. You don't want their input on, on creative video decisions yeah. because that's not their skill set. Right. Exactly. So sometimes like just, if you bring them into the process too early, they they get their hands all over it. And yeah. because they don't understand video, they just fuck it up completely. Yeah. I mean, uh, I feel like that happens a lot in the corporate world. Yeah. I love the corporate world because it's consistent and the money's good. Mm -hmm. But uh, in terms of creative fulfillment, not the, not the greatest, perhaps. Yeah. I think that, I don't know. I think editing in general, I probably don't get creative fulfillment out of it in the same way anymore same. like maybe maybe two or three projects a year i'll do where i'm like this was actually really fun i feel like i created something and made something better than it should be but ultimately you know we edit for money like it's a it's a skill it's a trade i feel like the part of it that i thought was the most fun and it's still from time to time that i think is fun mm -hmm. but initially the thing that got me about it where i was like damn i could sit around for 10 hours in a row and edit and not really care. Mm -hmm. That was when uh, when I was starting and and I was uh, basically viewing everything as problem solving. I was like, man, this is yeah. crazy. I get to solve problems. and yeah. This is cool. And like, you know, I don't have to deal with math or anything to solve problems. I get to deal with pictures to solve problems. That's mm -hmm. cool. Um, 
Now I just hate the problems. <laughs> now I'm just like, why are there problems? There shouldn't be problems. <laughs> yeah, I think I think a lot of it for me is that like it's it's fun to solve those problems the first time, but you know, ten years in, you're running into the same exact problems. You already know the solution, and yep. you and you hate the solution. So yeah. like it just it doesn't make you feel great. It's not fulfilling in that yeah. way. But I do think it's there's a lot of creative fulfillment when you're not just in premiere like when you're jumping out into photoshop and after effects and yeah. like kind of combining all the different programs that when, stuff is fun to me it's probably because i mean it, it's fun for me too the after effects stuff specifically it's mm -hmm. probably because we're both still learning all that shit exactly and maybe it's because it is like um you know you can bake like the nicest cake but if you don't put any frosting or sprinkles on it, it's not gonna look cool yeah it might taste fucking amazing but it looks like a little fucking piece of cake you know what i mean yeah. you gotta put the shit on it to make it look dope piece of cake editing right. llc oh shit that's pretty good yeah um i should move to florida open that up <laughs> no income tax is what i've heard yeah um nah but i was gonna say that uh in terms of um you know solving those problems and all that one thing i think that i've really noticed this week specifically in this is in terms of management mm -hmm. is that like i I need to figure out how to do a better job of like managing editors and like really communicating with them and opening up a flow of communication. Yeah. Because like I've, I've started to find that like a lot of people aren't good at asking questions when they don't know something, they won't ask a question. They'll just batter on ahead. Yeah. Or and it's just like, or maybe my solution is I need to make a, like you were suggested months ago, make a one sheet. So anytime anyone comes in, they have all of the answers on a page and they can reference it. Yeah, I think that would help a lot. And I, I mean, editors in general, I think, I don't know, they're, they're quiet individuals and yeah. like they do see themselves as problem solvers. So they're not necessarily looking for help. And we, we also deal with like a lot of young freelancers mm -hmm. who are like, a little bit green maybe, mm -hmm. maybe teal i don't know aqua teal, yeah aqua aqua um and so i think they they want to look like they know what they're doing when it's like it's okay to ask questions because that's it's preferred to ask yeah, questions yeah that's kind of how how this community works how this industry works is we we teach each other and i know i guess a lot of people myself included like i learned most of my skill set from youtube but i did still have some some courses where I like work, I collaborated with other people. So yeah. I'm a little bit more used to that and like gaining knowledge from other editors. It like, I always find better tricks from other editors in person than I do on YouTube. Cause it's like, Dude. it's so difficult to find s workflow specific tips. But when you're in that workflow and you're around people who have been in it, they, they just have that knowledge and they can drop it for you. Legit, legit preaching to the choir. Yeah. Like, because for me, I did not learn. I, you know, when, when if anyone ever asks like, oh, how, how do I start editing or what should I look up? I'm always like, oh, check Linda or go to YouTube or whatever. Yeah. I didn't do any of that shit, though. I only use those things when I have a very specific yep. question that I need to solve. Mm -hmm. I go find something to solve it in terms of learning everything. I learned it by asking people questions. Yep. Like legit um Jake from from State Farm. <laughs> no, J back in the day I used to work for Pop Sugar for a little bit and when I was in LA and uh, there was a guy there Jake. He taught me every like he taught me so fucking much in those few years, like more yeah. than anyone ever and it was so foundational and important to me to learn from him. 
um, learning from from him, learning from, uh, you know, Fredo and Scott, like learning from so many different people. Um, even on on the Intel sets, Evan Mueller, I learned a fuck a ton from him. Evan like, Mueller, Evan, friend of the podcast. Evan Mueller, friend of the pod. Brian, uh, Brian, uh, who speaks Mandarin uh, and has the uh, margarita thing, and he floats down the river oh. with the margarita maker. <laughs> yeah. Learned a lot from Brian. Like I learned a lot from the actual people and being there and asking questions because I mean I've learned from Evan and I have never even worked with him. Yeah, like, I mean Evan's a fucking genius. But um, look, uh, one other thing is that. In terms of asking questions, this kind of goes along that flow. We we signed up for Reddit. We got the Sizzle Real Gang. Oh, big facts. We're on the editor's Reddit now. So if you see, if you look at anything, we'll probably have comments on it. We're trying to make inroads. Um, but someone on Reddit sent me a uh, sent me a script to read. <laughs> so Wait, I, really? Because yeah. I was commenting in the screenwriters one, and it was some chick, and she was like, "I have a script about a." Uh, a girl who moves from Russia to New York and she's like adjusting to life in the big city. And I was like, this is just too good because it's like a Russian in how, New York. I was like, how specific? I was like, I have to reply and be like, hey, I'm down to read this if you want. So yeah. she sent it over and I read it. And, you know, you read script. it on Reddit. I read it. Actually read it on Google Drive. Oh. But it is <laughs> it is it is a script. That's that is what I can say. Um, oh, wow. That's but it's it's solid. Um, we don't have to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> so for me, I, you know, I got my real industry start in uh, at a news station and news is super collaborative like you the whole industry just relies on people to do their jobs and you know everyone's in this open environment from from producers to news photographers to editors like the web team is right next to us like everyone is right next to each other and there would be you know four or five editors working at a single time so like we we shared knowledge constantly because it was necessary for our workflow and like everyone had to be good at their job because when you have one weak link on your editing staff it reflects on the whole editing staff because like yep. they, they send out something called discreps like discrepancies at the end of each show which tells you every single time someone got something wrong and Damn. yeah so but it doesn't say usually who it was like specifically it says like which uh group of people like editors or producer error or director error right. like usually know who they are but uh yeah so it, it would just say like wrong video or black frame editors so like it just looks like we didn't do our job right right so we would always make sure everyone else was trained up and then same thing for when i switched to photographer you know i had these relationships with the photographers because they relied on the editors to take and take on their feeds and stuff so they wanted to see see me succeed so they would always you know they were so willing to to let me shadow them and show me tricks with the camera and just to make sure I was up to speed on my first day. Yeah. And then, but so much of that, it's like, it's, you got to meet them halfway. It's like you went asking to get help. Yeah. You were like, Hey, can I learn from you? Mm -hmm. You know, it wasn't like a, I, I don't need that or I don't want to ask questions. You know, it's just hard. It's hard to find. Cause this, it's more, this is more than editing. This is like a, a just a human thing right it's yeah. like there's only certain people have certain things that they're passionate about and are willing to like go ask about you know so well, a lot of people just see it as a job this is just a, you know what i mean so I well know. and some industries see it as competition it's like why am i teaching True. you something where you can take my job but also i feel like that doesn't happen as much with with production or at yeah. least with with editing and and 
like motion graphics. I feel like people are very welcoming to, to have you in the community and, and teach you. Yeah. All right. Well, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to um, we got a little segment planned. We uh, oh, wait, we're yeah. not sure what it is yet, but okay, thank God. It's, at least it's planned. We'll figure something out. <laughs> See ya. Chris, you ever heard of Smells Like? Smells Like? Yeah, Smells Like. They're a Brooklyn-based candle company, and they're taking the world by storm. Are they storming the Capitol? They're not storming the Capitol, but they may be storming your living room with their candles. All you got to do is go to SmellsLikeBK.com, type in the code SIZZLE, and you're going to get 20% off. Damn, 20%? 20% off. That's a deal. These are some fucking sick candles, too. I would even go as far as saying they're fucking lit. Fucking lit? Yeah, and that's because that was their flagship scent that they developed last year. Fucking Lit is probably my favorite scent from them, and it contains tobacco, whiskey, sandalwood, white cedar. You're going to get all of that just from Fucking Lit. That is Fucking Lit. Go get it at SmellsLikeBK.com. Use the code SIZZLE. Welcome back, Sizzlers. Hope you had a, a lovely break. Lovely break. I hope you enjoyed that that ad read. We need to do some more ad reads. Well, the one they just heard is a new one. Oh, hell yeah. That's yeah, awesome. That's right. Fuck yeah. That's <laughs> We're great. We're going to record it right after this. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, we wanted to talk a little bit about motion graphics. Yeah. Because, you know, why not? We're an editing podcast, right? I mean, look, we spent the last 10 minutes during the break searching searching for what we should talk about in the second segment yeah and um because i promised something and we don't look honestly we don't have it we don't have it look it's we're 40 something episodes in and sometimes the topics just aren't there yeah but today we're gonna talk about something that we um we've neglected to mention a lot on the pod and that's how important motion graphics are to basically literally every thing that we put out and create yeah they really do up level everything i just started a uh i'm trying to take it more seriously so i started a course with schoolofmotion.com and they have like a little introdu- introductory course called the path demograph and it kind of it outlines you know like what a day in the life of a motion designer might be like they go to a bunch of different uh post houses and like just see what their their art style is their workflow is um and then they also talk about kind of a lot of the different applications for motion graphics where it's it's not just you know for for videos it can if you go to websites these days you know there's usually motion graphics baked into the splash page somewhere it's true you know every app that you're in if you pay attention when you transition from like one one tab to the next there might be a little animation in there uh, virtual reality is becoming bigger every day. And if you can, I know this is less, uh, motion graphics and more like visual effects, but if you can do any sort of 3d modeling, that's going to have a big impact for virtual reality applications. I mean, you even see it it, with, uh, the new LIDAR scanners on these phones, Mm -hmm. like you can envision, uh, an Ikea couch in your exact room. Yeah. And, and I mean that, that requires, you know sculpting in in a 3d program yeah it's true but that's isn't that that technically is more like develop the developer end of it right they just have to code it or something i I mean so someone someone still has to design that model oh that's a good point actually yeah i didn't even think about that yeah the point is like knowing these kind of post-production the the software like it has more applications than just editing videos yeah it's hard for me to even to to picture them outside of that i always just picture after effects as a supplemental tool to video you know it's hard for me to picture it as its own thing and and you know sometimes i will 
see just insane animations online and I'm just like, damn, that's crazy. Like the whole thing was after effects and who knows what the purpose of it is, right? Like it's obviously not just going to live in a video somewhere though. Yeah. Watching those animations always gets really overwhelming to me because I'm like, I could never do this. But also it's not just that, that I can't because I, I probably could, but I, I forget to think about how many people worked on that video. Like it took the skill set, uh, you know, decades of, of experience from multiple people to, to put something like that into action. Uh, and it makes me feel a little bit better. You know, it reminds me to take it one step at a time and just like one, one skill at a time. Yeah. It's, um, it, it's overwhelming because the program is so powerful. Yeah. I have actually spent a pretty decent amount of time in after effects over the last mm -hmm. couple of weeks. Like I've just been doing a lot of shit and, and I mean, you have been spending pretty much the, the all whole of your year, time yeah. in after effects. But, um, what I've been doing is, is a lot of just like random little titling. Yeah. So if I need to create, you know, like for the, for some video we did last week, a big theme of it was like kind of warping or going, there's like a scale up kind of thing with like a warp tunnel from the middle of the screen out. Mm -hmm. And so I, I, in order to create the, the text that went alongside it, I had to go create that in after effects to make sure it was like warping nicely and all that. Um, you know, but at the end of the day, I'm just doing text animation. I'm rarely doing anything too wild. You know, um, I would say, I would say 90% of what I do in After Effects is text animation. Yeah. And that's because I think the other stuff, it is a little bit outside of my scope creatively. Like I just can't really picture, I don't, I don't, uh, I'm not good at like, creatively directing what will happen in with so many unlimited possibilities yeah it really is it once again it's like kind of overwhelming in that sense because you have a, a blank slate and it's almost like writing a script where yeah. like you just have to make something and that that for me is probably my my biggest reminder every day if you know to get better at the skill set is just make stuff it really doesn't matter what yeah. it is just start making stuff if you need to go find some inspiration you know fucking go, go on instagram or vimeo or whatever and just check out some artists and start from there but the, the other thing that's overwhelming about it is you have to have not only are there so many options but you have to have multiple skill sets to use it properly like I'm the same way I can animate titles because that's just text, you know, mm -hmm. and maybe you turn it into shape layers or whatever, but then you just keyframe or drop effects on, but actually designing, I have no real design skills. Like that, I, I don't know the first thing about illustrator and that's actually the first course I'm going to take yeah. with this place is, is Photoshop and illustrator just so that I can, once I get into after effects, I can use that more to my advantage. Cause like, I understand after effects fairly well but i can't make anything in it like that i mean and that's that's kind of where i was going with it is that like yeah after effects you can do so much but when you can pair it with illustrator you can yep. really do a lot yep um and the place that i've been looking lately was uh was like animation tutorials and stuff like that for like a, a i think they have a program called adobe animate yeah that's and, flash became animate right so i've been looking at that a little bit and it's just um it's too tedious man frankly it it's just too tedious for me to i don't have time to like to fuck around with that you know well, like there's 
I think animates a little bit more geared towards like a like you know the old cell animation like doing it one by one basically and i'm I'm not trying to do that yeah it's um i mean i i would ideally love to do something like that but it just it takes too much fucking time um if i had time if i like was able to just come in and do that every day for like a month and i was getting paid for it i would do it but like i can't I, i like literally can't do that it's it's just not realistic um but i will say uh i've been fucking around with illustrator a little bit but I've I'd like I haven't ever bothered to sit down and learn it. Same. I just like playing with the brush tool in it. So whenever I do anything, yeah. I go in there and I draw in there and then I just export it. And like I export the different bits of it as I need or mm-hmm. whatever. Um but I cannot do anything efficiently in there at all. I basically have the knowledge of like MS paint level where I can like draw <laughs> things and fill them with color. Like that's it. That's pretty much I don't all even I can think do I can fill there. with color. I don't know. But um Nah, Illustrator's fucking amazing. It's it's quite powerful. Like you can do yep. so much shit in it. And even if you're just using the brush tool like like me, like my novice ass, it still is just so fun and captivating because it automatically like calculates the curve you were trying to make and exactly. it just adjusts to it. And you can always move all the things around. I uh last week I drew a picture of a tortoise drowning itself in a kiddie pool. Oh, and, that's um, true. Did that in Illustrator. You know, I feel like that was the easiest way to do it. Rest in paradise, Samantha. Rest in paradise, Samantha. Um, yeah, Chris. So, if you what what what's your plan? Like, if you learn some uh, some of this animation animation or graphic design stuff, like what what would you want to to do with it? Well, I think for me, a lot of it is just uh, like it goes back to the creative fulfillment. Like it's something that I've I've just wanted to do for a long time because it's something that always seemed unachievable to me. Like I, because uh, I don't really have an artistic bone in my body in that way. And for a long time, photography and then video and then editing, like that was how I got to scratch that creative itch. But you know that's not doing it for me in the same way. And I'm also looking towards you know ten years from now. I don't want to just be like coming in and editing every day. Yeah. I want to be more like a creative director or something like that. But yeah. how can you be a creative director if you don't know anything about design, if you don't know anything about animation? It's true. And like, I just need to, you know, you got to unlock your brain in that way. And, and it's time for me to like start taking the next step in my career. Cause you know, I'm 31 and feel like I, I'm in a good place for 31, mm-hmm. but I still have to work another 35 plus years until retirement age what am i going to become in those 35 years that's that's very interesting because uh you're like your mindset is to gravitate more towards learning like the more creative part of it and i'm like well i gotta because i'm i'm feeling the same thing i'm like i gotta do something Mm -hmm. else and i'm like i want to do the business part of it (laughs) like that's the part that i want to lean into i don't want to the creative stuff is fun and all and i have to do it because that's my skill right now but like ideally i want to move into the business part of it like where i don't have to do as much creative shit because like you know at the end of the day they're inversely proportional the shit that's really creative is gonna it doesn't doesn't give you any fucking money yeah and the stuff that gives you all the money is fake creativity where they you even if you think it's going to be creative by the time it gets to where it needs to go it's been it's been completely cannibalized and it's not no longer what you set out to make anyways. right that, that was the project last week where it's like we actually felt pretty good about it we thought that we made something that was surprisingly creative for what the ask was yeah. and then they hated it and like basically stripped it all down and it became a 15 second blah 
Yeah, they weren't. Uh, they weren't into it. Yeah, that shit that's happens. Okay. That's kind of the the client is the always na- right. The name of the game, right? Yeah. Like when's the last time? When's the last time you made something where you were like actually stoked at the final cut of it? You know, it's, oh. it doesn't. It's been a while. Yeah. Like it's it's been a while. You ever you ever heard that song? Uh, no. Is that classic by? song? I believe it's stained. Stained. Yeah. Um, but that yeah, sounds right. That you know, that's the shit that it. it that's how it goes. I remember Hoobastank? Yeah, of course I remember Hoobastank. Man. What a what a weird time. What a terrible name. Um. Yeah, the last thing I think that I personally did where I was like stoked on the final cut of it. Um, oh man, it's probably some food related thing. It was probably probably food related stuff for first we feast. I feel yeah, like first tacos. we feast. Yeah, probably something about the tacos thing or something like that. But working, I mean, their their team is always like good. Like they yeah, they yeah. they and and I get it because their goal is to make like cool quote-unquote content about yeah, food so food porn basically so it always looks good it yeah. always like it's well produced yeah and then i mean it all, it always tells like a decent story as well and yeah yeah just in general like the the crew that makes it aren't too caught up for like in stupid weird like legal or politics or like random yeah bullshit. like and i say internal politics not politics sure, sure. but they're not caught they don't get caught up in dumb shit they mm-hmm. just like make something that looks good yeah and like you know they're fun to work with for that um but i would say the majority of the time things always kind of get cut yeah i think this year i I mean sports highlights are different soccer highlights obviously every single one looks fucking cool yeah yeah those are always fun to work on i wouldn't say they're like fulfilling but i feel good about the final cuts of them those don't count as like uh as projects you know what i mean like when i say project i mean something that takes like weeks to do yeah i yeah i i felt like with some of the food stuff we did this year i didn't think the final product was good i felt like you know i did a good job with it for what it was and that it, there were some good moments but there's nothing there's been nothing this year really where i'm like god damn that was dope like i i like my reel i felt good about that when i cut it uh, that's about mm. it that's about it yeah um well that's not a good sign <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, but like, it's a good, it's a good sign that was your real. I mean, if you like your real, that's pretty good. Right? Well, yeah, but think about like, what, what are the projects that we've had this year that are, I mean, like I, yeah. the game day stuff is fun, I'm gonna but blame, I'm going to blame the pandemic on this one. Yeah. Well, and it, that really is part of it though, is because the pandemic, everything went to zoom and it just, things haven't looked as good for a while. And it's yeah. just be, because production kind of died for a little bit. Yeah. It's it's weird because it was like all of that. I feel like all of that middle ground got eaten up. Like the people who were like occupying the middle ground yeah. basically either completely caved in and were like, okay, we're only doing Zoom from now on. Look at how much more efficient it is and how much money we're saving. That's all we're going to do forever. Yeah. Or it was like, okay, well, we're going to take a break. And then when we come back, there's so many protocols that like we're only going to do things that look a certain way and you have to like you know you know what i mean like it's just kind of well even like the uh that food show we did earlier this year they were working with a skeleton crew and so they weren't getting good coverage like it just it it wasn't bad it wasn't shot the way that it needed to be shot because they could only have so many people on set they didn't even have the director on set the director was remote and it's like what that's yeah. the main person who needs to be on set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, Director and talent. Like, the, the remote shit is pissing me off, dude. Like, I'm I'm so done with it. Like, and I know that I'm speaking straight up from a post-production perspective. Yeah. But, like, 
it's really frustrating because I know a lot of people who are like, I love this remote thing. I'm hoping that we can keep doing it this way. And it's like, I'm not because everything sucks. Like nothing yeah. we're making is even good anymore. Yeah. And it makes our workload like fucking three times harder because like you, cause then we're presented with bad shit and we're like, Hey, can you make this good? It's like, probably not. Cause no. it sucks. Cause you, cause it's, it's not interesting. Cause there was no fucking story. Yeah. Cause it was like, okay, sit in front of your computer at a zoom. Great. There's our story. It's like, well, that's not a story. No, nope. like actually create something. I don't know. Whatever. It's a whole fucking thing. It's all just very static. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, now we got the Delta, so Woo-hoo. we're going to have more static shit. I'm, I'm here for it. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. It's really going to it's really gonna make me feel good about myself. Yeah, that's it. I mean, that's how we do it. Um, Chris, where, uh, what's, where, where can the people find us? Oh, man. I don't know. <laughs> I got Damn. all depressed. Damn. <laughs> no, we're, we're at Sizzle Real Gang on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we are on Gmail. This is a real gang. We are on TikTok, Shishkin Productions. We are on Patreon, Shishkin Productions. Five dollars a month. Yep. Happy hour. It's gonna yeah. be fun. And most importantly, I swapped it again. This is most important again. <laughs> <laughs> the cold line three three two three 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 forty three sixty one. Give us a call. Do a character. Give us a prompt. Do anything. Yeah. Anecdotes. Anecdotes. Anecdotes are good. In the in the in the. The plug, the self-plug power rankings, <laughs> the fucking hotline, the cold line is now back up at the top. It's back at the Another top. One. Um, all right, everyone. See you next week. Have a good one. And um, got a very special guest coming next week. So oh, stay great. tuned. See ya. Bye. Year. I'm Braxton. I'm Tia. I'm Lauren. I'm Chris. And we're bringing you the Group Text Podcast. We are four black cousins texting all day, every day about everything going on from the streets to the tweets. And, you know, we're bringing the group text to the podcast world. Yep. Talking about why America is trash, but also why you should have hope. We're recapping everything pop culture, current events, and what's viral this week. And even hitting you with some life advice, like when you should knock if they buck. Yep, and we'll be keeping score, seeing if city boys or city girls are up. City girls are always up. City girls make them wish like Ray J. <laughs> the Group Text Podcast, brought to you by the Shishkin Productions Network. Join our group text every Friday, wherever you listen to podcasts. A Shishkin Productions Podcast.